Welcome to Cinema Discussions. My name is John. I am joined by our special guest. Hi, I'm Andrew. And, uh, of course, our specialist. Uh, our uh, senior Dark Dimension correspondent. Sure. Vaughn. Thank you. Uh, I always today, knew you were quite evil, Vaughn. <laughs> today we are discussing Doctor Strange. The latest Marvel uh, film. <laughs> From the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Phase 3. Uh, and before we get into the spoilers of this very spoilery uh, thing, as, as spoilers happen to uh, go with every uh, Marvel venture and mm-hmm. all of that, um, if you've managed to avoid any of the spoilers already on... Uh, um, which which was super fucking hard for this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to do it better than anyone else did with, with oh, yeah. avoiding that. So we're just going to give you our recommendation whether you should see the movie or not. Mm-hmm. So um, how would you uh, recommend this one? Uh, recommendation? Um, the, the short way I could put this, it, it has a lot of the comedy in the Guardians of the Galaxy style. Definitely. Not... Guardians. not the same amount as funny. No. It, it is not a comical movie. No. But, but it is No funny. pun intended. The style. <laughs> it, it is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen a whole lot of other uh, Benadryl mustard batch uh, <laughs> uh, performances outside of when he was in Star Trek and um, a little bit of his uh, Sherlock show. I've seen almost every movie he's done. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, they have his character start off as a, a very gruff well, person. Yeah. Mm. Without giving too many stuff, but yeah. Um, so uh, that may or may not fit with how you imagine Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that anyway. the you know this is uh, if you if you like the other Marvel movies, then definitely you're going to see this. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to see the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you have not liked uh, the other Marvel movies at all. Um, then like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, probably Seriously. probably don't go to this one. However, I will say <laughs> this one um, stands alone. Oh yeah, uh, you know you get more enjoyment out of it if you if you see the other stuff. But it, it's a standalone film similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. um, where you could uh, potentially watch this one uh, out of order, aside from uh, you know. Yeah, like if you've seen Iron Man one through three. And then you just stumble into this without seeing Guardians or seeing anything else. Yeah, definitely. Even see if it. you haven't haven't seen that one, you know yeah. this this is a movie where if you are into um, movies that have magic and sorcery, yeah, kind of stuff like that's that's this kind of movie too. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. if you don't like magic, if you hate magic and sorcery, you're you're that, that'll you're, be questionable. This is gonna mm-hmm. this is gonna annoy you. If you <laughs> don't mind it, um, sure, why not? You're gonna be fine. You don't have yeah. to be. One thing that's great about this is you don't have to be super nerdy into the source material, um, knowing all about the magic and stuff, um, mm-hmm. as in something like Warcraft that we had done recently. And oh, that's yeah. got some sorcery and stuff that, like, mm-hmm. it's all right, but they go heavy into the, the lore on that. And, yeah, man, uh, they lay it on I, pretty I, thick, I was... and it's exhausting after a point. And it's not even but... like Harry Potter goes more into the more hardcore into spells and stuff. So mm. I think this is it, like the lightest way of getting into that stuff mm-hmm. with still being um, good on that. Yeah, level it's it explained accessible. pretty well from yes. from its own existence. I would say. Yeah. yeah, it justifies yeah. its existence by the opening reel. It's very approachable. Yeah, and it's not overly top, over the top heavy or anything. It's very much enjoyable. Yeah. It's like you don't have to know anything to get anything from this, which yeah. is good. I accept that. 
Yeah. So I think I think uh, you have a good chance of liking this movie um, just in general, unless it just if it if it looks like it doesn't appeal to you, I'd stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a there's a chance you might uh, not love it, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, you take that risk, man. Just mm-hmm. take take that risk. Come on, guys. Uh, there's been 13 movies so far. This is the 14th. <laughs> Check so, it out. Yeah. yeah if you, it, I mean, come on. Essentially, if you're into this, you're into this. Um, yeah. So I will say that uh, I guess uh, I I kind of feel bad because I technically uh spoiled that uh there's some sorcery and stuff in this movie so if you didn't know that going into it then um that would have been cool if you had seen it without knowing that like that that, i think that would have been fun but uh it is it is within the first minute so anyway now let's get into spoiler alert spoiler alert as we dive deep into this thing you can do like little enter epic detail to spoilers here Uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Gotta have your jump ring. Uh, All right. I uh, had had you guys been familiar with Do- the Doctor Strange character from the? I would say a little bit. Before? Yeah. I I only just started uh, uh, within the last few years was reading uh, Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. and uh, and Infinity Wars. Um, mm-hmm. So without um, you know, I will not go into the details of that because that's potentially spoiling movies that haven't been made yet or yeah. are currently being made. <laughs> but I will say that Doctor Strange is in them. And that was my um, getting to know how he is in the comics. Um, aside okay. from that, I've seen Venture Brothers mm-hmm. uh, and Dr. Warpius, who is <laughs> Doctor Strange. Mm. He's the same character. Have you seen Charles Band's uh, Dr. Mordred from New World Pictures from the early 90s no. with Jeff Combs? No, I have not. <laughs> Well, not <laughs> to same. not to spoil too much, but yeah. let's just say there is an instance in the film where I'm like, "Hey, I understood that reference to get. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Hey, there's some really <laughs> clever jokes in here." That's good. I yeah, like that. because not many people know this because Charles Band of uh, New World Pictures. I'm a huge film buff, just like you guys. Cool. Um, Charles Band actually had the rights to Doctor Strange in oh. the early '80s and '90s, but as soon as he started filming, they lost the rights to the Doctor Strange character, so they Ooh. just followed through with Doctor. Mordred with Jeff Combs of Reanimator fame, huge fan, hmm. and they decided to proceed with it. And if you guys ever get a chance to check it out, I highly suggest it. That it's sounds really like clever. a good film. So it's essentially like a Doctor Strange movie without being Doctor Strange. Isn't yeah. that strange? I like that. <laughs> of it's a, to the instant discussion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. So I, I, I fell in love with that character really quickly in reading the book. Uh, hmm. So I, it already made me excited for his possibilities and also just the uh, the worlds that he opens up by being there, mm. um, and all of the because being able to jump through not only space and time but universes themselves, and like that now is how you can very easily bridge the gap between all the different characters that you've got in here. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ant Man. Because like if you notice, like the second to last yeah. uh, segment, you see him go through the microverse. I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. Maybe he'll bump into someone later on. So he's got there. Um, you, you've got Thanos doing all his crazy stuff, and it just mm. makes things quicker to travel through places. Mm. Yeah, I, I would say he's uh, he's now going to be the the bridge character. Is he is he he's also in yes. New York, kind of like everybody else is. Mm-hmm. He, we see Stark Tower there, like oh yeah, or, yeah. briefly or Avengers Tower. Yeah, something. Avengers Tower. He he's now going to be the guy who can like more physically bring everybody to the same table and as mm-hmm. we'll be jumping around to and this the, review a lot and yeah. the, in the post credit sequence uh you do see uh him meeting up with thor mm-hmm. and just uh, essentially just, that just scene kind of, that sets yeah. up and says hey i'm gonna be in the next thor movie 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh hi. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's gonna be fun. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that goes. But that allows for more jumping around uh, mm-hmm. world and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so even in, in jumping around uh, too, I'm, mm-hmm. I I gotta say right off the bat, okay. the um, the dark villain guy, yeah. um, the main big big guy. I'm what what's his name? Uh, uh, Casilios? <laughs> or do you mean Dormammu? Dormammu. Yeah. yeah, Dormammu. I love Dormammu, and I love the the battle with Dormammu is maybe my favorite battle in any Marvel movie. That, that, that might have been the goofiest battle in all of Marvel. It was but just it was, awesome. It was the goofiest, <laughs> but it is a perfect <laughs> Doctor perfect. Strange it, battle. Yeah. It, it is using that, and it's just the using the idea of time. Yeah. Like, I have introduced time to you now, and yeah. you're stuck in this loop. It, it, I definitely a Groundhog yeah. Day moment, but oh my God, was it per- pitch perfect. using that as a, as a point of battle against a, an, an eternal being. And yeah. that's just... Yeah. Like, after the first couple of quips, he's like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, oh my God, yes. That's exactly how he reacts. Use <laughs> your power against me. So Ooh. in addition to, to that is just the idea of having Dormammu there... Mm. Um, there are so many things in the in the uh, graphic novels I was reading for future movies potential mm-hmm. that I was as I'm reading them like there's characters in the Infinity uh, Gauntlet book mm-hmm. that as you know the existing universe of the Marvel movies I'm watching it I'm being like oh man are they gonna are they gonna just ignore these characters because they'd be too weird to put into the universe <laughs> because it it would be a stretch. For some of those characters, but as soon as I saw Dormammu on there and how they did that battle, I'm I was like, sold. They're doing it. They're gonna. They're they're completely gonna do it like in the book because they've they've established <laughs> this. This works. Uh, so in addition to that, the his design was beautiful. By the way, it was it was great. The yeah. visual stuff. It looked like uh, characters in the in the graphic novels. It, mm-hmm. it was how I wanted them to look. Um, and then also the the when he's first experienced into the different universes when mm-hmm. um, when the ancient one is showing him through and kicking his ass around the around the multiverse yeah mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that that drug trip acid scene was uh, like, kicking oh, his astral man. form beautiful. it was so beautiful as it's going through all these different things because yeah. like on the one hand I'm watching that and I'm saying this is just CGI having fun going through the things but it's it's there with a purpose, and it's it's done so beautifully and so well. I completely uh, concur with that. I mean, a lot of C- big CG pictures like this, you kind of get tired of like, yeah. oh, wow, it looks like Inception in a trailer. But as soon as I saw in the movie, and I saw him going through all those multiverses, I'm like, okay, the colors are beautiful. Like, the way he's reacting, it's just over the top and necessary. And I'm sure there's got to be people out there who are annoyed with the Inception-like battles that yeah. they, they have through there, because it does happen a, mm. a lot where they, they're messing around with the, the, the stuff, because mm. it but uh, and so I can see that you you could get annoyed with that, but um, but it worked. I don't think that they overused it. I think that they mm. used it exactly how they needed to to convey mm. the kinds of battles that they're doing because these are mm. it's it's this matrix kind of thing. I think mm. I think that's even even There's more layers than, upon like layers upon but, layers. But matrix is is the best description of of how the battles are working because mm. that's the thing where they're hacking the world and 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 using that to manipulate the universe. And this is the same thing where they're able to. I loved I loved the the ancient one's descriptions when she was saying um, uh, that okay this the, all the spirituality aspects of this and the the, the third eye things like um, that stuff you're gonna have hard to believe so let me just make it easier for you and just let's call it let's call them instead of spells let's call them programs yeah and for the audience that works for them as well that because, that connection was yeah. beautiful for mm-hmm. me because I like I'm always I, I 
you know, I never liked the uh, supernatural stuff as you go through that. But as as soon as you're equating it and saying you're hacking the mm. world, that stuff, I'm like, I can get behind this a little more. Yeah. <laughs> because now you're saying the inner yeah. cyberpunk is pleased. You're understanding the yeah. the quantum physics of the things, and now you're able to control mm-hmm. these things on these these levels that we that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. But we are now able. We we are of, a, of an understanding that we are able to to do this. It's that thing of a fourth dimensional creature seeing the third dimensional thing and manipulating the three dimensions because you can see above that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what he's doing. So so they're doing these battles where they're hacking the world around them mm-hmm. and using that around them. So you have to do the CGI in that point. You have mm-hmm. to do that the stuff that they do. Too bad Interstellar couldn't do the same thing, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you know, Nolan do, tries to not use. Um, CGI whenever possible and mm-hmm. does the physical stuff and he does a great job with the practical effects oh yeah totally so, so th- this was a thing where maybe if no one was behind this there would be more practical stuff used in these battles mm. um, and I again I have to see how they filmed it because I'm sure they did a lot of that stuff like the, the rotating room I would only imagine because um, no one's already done the rotating room thing. Yeah. That they uh, yeah. should yeah. be able to have built that set. It makes sense that they would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 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 Uh, the, uh, given like the, the scale of, of the things they were trying to accomplish in this movie, uh, I, I think it, a lot of those scenes, they, they use quite a bit of restraint in what they yes. could have done with mm-hmm. the CGI. It's, it's like, like, you like this? We'll give you more in the sequel, maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe which would have just been kind of gross and absurd. Yeah, because like yeah. if you read the comics, like I've been reading the comics, like the 70s version, 60s version, it's kind of like walking through a lava lamp or looking through like a really bad <laughs> LSD trip. But it works because, you know, you, you can't comprehend no. what's beyond your own perception, right? Mm-hmm. So to make it approachable in film... I think that was very admirable for what they did. They kind of made it like, oh, the infinite realms with these grids. And I forgot what the illustrations were called, but, you know, those cubes, uh, diving into cubes and all that. I think that's very profound because that makes it approachable to an everyday audience. But I'm thinking if they really do their homework for the next film, which I hope they do, they'll make it creepier and weirder. And, like, maybe we'll see a glimpse of, like, Cthulhu or something. That's wishful thinking. Well, yeah, I think you get those liberties as you you can go on with that, especially, you know, we'll see what happens in in the next upcoming film. Films between because totally. uh, it sounds like we'll see him again in, in Thor Ragnarok mm. and then mm-hmm. in uh, Infinity, whatever they call it. Because they uh, Infinity War now. Infinity War is one okay. and two. If, well, they said Infinity Wars one and two, but they said they're going to change the title. Yeah, they're going to. Oh, okay. It's going to have Infinity in the title, but yeah. one's going to be Infinity War. The sequel is unannounced, but they're saying well, it's a sequel, but it's a different story. In line. the books that I was, because I so I was reading Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War. Yeah. It looks like, from what I was reading, everything seems to be leading up to Infinity Gauntlet, mm. and then the mm. sequel would be Infinity War, which is uh. which is a separate story entirely. Mm. It's not a continuation, but it is the proper follow up to that. So I, that makes more sense. I think they're going with that. If if you look at it with how they're doing with the books, and, and uh, of course, okay. like with anything else, they're going to change up the books. Yeah, as because they obviously War, they don't have enough characters from those well, certain storylines too. Unfortunate. Uh, I hate to bring I that really, up, but oh. I know. I'm so pissed. <laughs> and, and Silver and, Surfer, please come in. Galactus. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, he's uh, uh, he 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 really should be in there. And I, I'm just I, I the same way they worked out the deal with Spider Man. I mm. want them to work out the deal to, to just to get. I mean, Silver Surfer is one of those like if they just get him. Yeah, you do. And Galactus. Galactus. Yeah, yeah, you need, <laughs> you need Galactus in there too. Um, on, we have Dormammu. Give us Galactus. Let them duke it out or something. I mean, you can kind of. There's a chance they'll just use Dormammu instead of Galactus. Yeah, which they, is kind of cool. But it, come on, Galactus—he's what? 
enormous. He devours your worlds, and you can have a conversation. With Although them. then I guess, yeah, then I guess if you're if you're not using Galactus, you don't. You can use someone else instead of Silver Surfer. Uh, but yep. ooh, like, I, I mean, know, I mean I, the, it, that's good that you bring that up because <laughs> if you guys remember in Guardians of the Galaxy, when they're in the collector's yes. warehouse, you see Easter eggs and you see this weird egg shape. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh my god, that's friggin' Adam Warlock. If yes. they somehow yes. Disney gets Adam Warlock into the mythos, I'm gonna be I, shitting my pants. I'm so I think I think they can. They could. <laughs> they got they got loopholes. I mean, come on, they got the yeah. what is it? Uh, Red Witch or sorry, Scarlet well, Witch. Well, he hasn't been used. Yeah. He's never been used since he since he hasn't been used it's the same thing like they did with scarlet witch and quicksilver yeah that hadn't been been used yet they just call them inhumans done seriously gloss it over right i think i think they're able to use uh any of the characters that haven't already been used in a movie before Mm. that's just my my thinking of it that's wishful thinking and i'm sorry for interrupting but anyway i mean that would be so So let's look at the other the the cast of this movie Mm. um uh but the the crew also okay yeah. yeah so what um well, so well, actually, before we get to that, I was going to say the Aegamoto. Mm. Um, I mean, from the beginning, once they say this thing manipulates time, if any, I, I, I was like, time stone. Mm. That's the that's the Infinity Gem. That's the that's yeah. the time stone. Yeah. And, and so then they do the, they actually say that in the thing. Like, uh, so it was I. I'm fine with them doing that because for any of the people who aren't mm. uh, all up on the Infinity Stones yeah. and, and super paying attention to that, it, they do. You do want to mention any time that uh, if a character knows that there's an Infinity Stone, I guess it's good to mention that so that it's in people's minds yeah. so that they don't kind of spring on them yeah. the whole Infinity Gauntlet I thing. agree. Because like if you really think about it, all these movies have a very similar plot, I yeah. hate to say. Yeah. But I like how they, they mentioned it briefly in this film. I'm not going to say when because I don't want to go in too much into spoilers, but when they do mention it, they don't well, make a huge film. point. They, 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 they just kind of glided right over yeah, it. Yeah, and that's yeah. good because I'm sick to death of them. It's like, oh, the Infinity Stone this and Guardians. The Infinity Stone and this. I'm like, guys, we get it. Yeah, this it's is just leading simple. to this. But if they, you got to be careful when you're handling an Infinity Stone. It's yeah. Just, yeah. If you just glide into it and then go on with your movie and do your own narrative, that makes the movie a lot stronger mm-hmm. because of that. That's yeah. my biggest complaint with these films. I love them, but... Make a gl- uh, make a slight glancing at it, and then move on. Make your story known. Well, okay, That's so why what, I love Guardians. What stones do we have so far? Uh, we have purple from Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, well, what do they what do they symbolize? Uh, that um, was space. Pur- purple isn't it? was space, probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have green for time. Mm. We have yellow for mind from yeah. Avengers Two. Mm. That that was in Loki's scepter. Yeah. Um, did we come across the red one yet? Yeah, that that was in Thor, uh, Thor Two: Dark World. By the way, have you guys noticed? Okay. And this is super geeky. I hate to interrupt. Oh my god, those Infinity Stones and the housing components that they're in—they mm-hmm. all spell out Thanos. Have you guys noticed that T for Tesseract? Yes. Oh, I, I saw that somewhere else. Oh, the yeah. The, the red one was the. Or the, no, the blue one was the Tesseract. Yes. Was it? Okay. Yeah, but that's the blue Tesseract cube. Yeah. And they broke it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And I'm thinking, oh my god, that spells out Thanos. I guess they're just subliminating, adding that to their own mythos. So I'm like, yeah, hey, it spells out Thanos, and thus he will appear. Speak of the devil, and he will appear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, geeky yeah. moment for me. Uh, are you finding it in there? Yeah, he's looking him up right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, space, reality, power, mind, time, and soul are all the, the different ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's just a, a where they are. The space stone is the Tesseract. Correct. Yeah. Um, we saw that already. 
this this article is poorly written, so excuse me as mm-hmm. I'm going through this. You had to keep clicking through it. Yeah, yeah double click basically. Yeah, um, uh, the reality stone or the ether. That's the Thor Dark ether. World. Mm-hmm. Ether. Okay. Um, so that's that's reality. The red stone. blood pool thing. Give me the orb. Is it just so many of these? Hard to. I think the purple in space, I think, because like if you think uh, about it, it makes you grow and gain more power. Yeah. I was hoping you could find it really easily. Mindstone uh, is the one that went into Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the so Mindstone. You got that to, to yeah. make him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have the Time Stones and the Eye mm-hmm. of Agamotto. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> poorly written article is poorly written. So, uh, hey. so I just derailed so, it more. <clears throat> so we, we've got like four of the six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so with the 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 cast of the uh, the film that I so Benedict Cumberbatch doing mm-hmm. his American accent. The the beginning of it, as you, were, you mentioned before, where he's just a jerk. Yeah, and uh, Tony Stark 2.0. Yeah, I saw someone else review it. It's it's essentially the the same, the same as Tony Stark. And and sure, they don't they don't spend a lot of time on him with it. But I think it is, um, it one. So a friend of mine had posted that uh, you don't get enough time to care about him by the time the accident happens. Yeah, but in in my mind, that kind of works. Yeah, I don't think you were supposed to necessarily care about him. You're supposed to just see him as a jerk before Mm -hmm. that happens. You you shouldn't like him at that moment yeah. you should see it as this guy who's just he's turning down people because he doesn't want to uh, he won't get any publicity because of it he won't, either won't get publicity um, or it'll uh, if he fail if it's too difficult yeah um he could ruin it, his it, reputation it messes up your surgeon's record yeah he doesn't want to doesn't want to screw that which up which is pretty practically think it's very practical if you think about it but still he's a jerk so you see him being a jerk and and mm-hmm. and you know taxi won't drive and all that stuff and then and then off the road, and you see him get hurt. I don't think you're supposed to care about him in that moment. You're Mm-mm. you're you're only supposed to care about him in the human compassion thing that he's another human being. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, it's just yeah, he's a jerk, and now he lost his hands. And yeah, and so you kind of get a bit of like oh, I've lost everything for that. But he continues to be a jerk throughout mm-hmm. those things. So he's supposed <laughs> to still be a jerk all the way until mm-hmm. like he gets broken down. And you know, even afterwards, he's. He's not completely fixed by the end. He's not completely mm. not a He's still got a, an oh, yeah. air of arrogance, which is actually pretty cool. Yes, but he's much better after his mind is opened up to the universe. Yeah, and and the more he gets, the deeper he gets into the universe, mm. the better he becomes because mm. he has a larger perspective on things. Mm-hmm. But, he's kind of like us. I mean, he, that's a human reaction. Nobody changes overnight. You're no. not Batman. You're not Bruce Wayne. It takes him yeah. a long time. Yeah. And but but still he, he still has a, a a decent amount of arrogance to him mm. especially as he's developing magic powers yeah like like he's stealing the books from a wong that was such a great scene <laughs> oh yeah but he has the the, the humbling scenes as he's trying yeah. to develop and the it's powers. believable it's yeah. believable because like that i like how people don't perceive him as an asshole outright i mean like oh it's just dr strange but people don't uh, go out of their way to avoid him you know no, yeah. like oh he's a he's a plague upon our houses or anything he's not like that no and, and, and like his love interest she actually reacts he's, realistically yeah which i like he's super charismatic yes um he's a great surgeon mm-hmm. um, like, how can you fault that and then also super rich mm-hmm. really good looking like he's got all these things going for him but Mm. is a jerk 
Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it the, the, he has <laughs> Again, a lot of Tony Stark 2.0. A lot of good things for it going for him, and that's mm-hmm. why you get people that are overlooking those things and being yeah. relationships with him. Um, as I long will, as he helps you do what you need to do, you're better yeah. off, I guess. People are saying that Rachel McAdams was underused. Um, slightly. Slightly, yeah. She could definitely have been used mm-hmm. more. Um, she was funny as hell, too. She, she was great in the scenes that she was in. Mm-hmm. I think um, she was good being a lifesaver in the, those mm-hmm. moments. Literally. I think it was great that um, now Rachel McAdams has dated two Sherlocks. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to mention that, actually. And I, if you guys notice, like, uh, within the film, you hear the harpsichord. I'm like, hey, yeah. he's in New York. And I say, Baker Street? He's yes. got a, a photographic memory. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of cute Easter eggs. There was good that, stuff with that. That's I, why I like this movie. There's a lot of Easter eggs galore. Now, I counted this as an Easter egg, but... Mm. Um, so, Cumberbatch, uh, he was at Sherlock, which is created by Stephen Moffat, mm-hmm. who is also writer, on, uh, and writer and showrunner of uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, in the scene where he's the, facing off against the one villain and uh, says, Mr. Strange, it's, uh, it's Doctor. Okay, Mr. Mr. Doctor. Doctor. Uh, so... <laughs> Saying his scene. name is Doctor in that mm. part, I was like, "Is that a Doctor Who reference a little bit in Could there? Be. Just kind of, only because of the relationship <laughs> through Sherlock mm. and through that." I was like, mm. yeah, maybe, uh, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit, and also going through time and space and all that stuff." Yes. Right? Hey, it's a possibility. I'm counting it. I'm counting that as a as a reference. Well, so here's the thing: I gotta say, the villain in this film—I mean, the human villain at human least, villain. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, he—I felt he could have been a little bit more. But Maybe. for what he was in this film, he was wonderful. We mostly got to see him while he was corrupted. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. And, and, and of it. So, I mean, come on, it's Hannibal. <laughs> we don't get to see the rest of his um, journey through that. Well, yeah. It's but, not his journey. Yeah, it's we, we don't really, his don't really know how he got there. But yeah. what we do get to see is we get to see little bits of how the same things has affected uh, the, the ancient one. Yes. Yeah. We get to see how... Those things are starting to maybe affect um, uh, Doctor Strange, mm. but we especially get to see how uh, Chiwetelia Four is getting mm. affected by that. Mordo, yeah, Mordo, and yeah. and and at the end uh, in the in the, the, the real scene. ending after the credits, guys, stay after yeah. the credits, please. You always, um, yeah, always. They've already seen it, so all, all okay, people good. watching this better have already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in the spoiler section? Go watch the movie. Uh, damn it. So. So in the yeah in in the post credits where he he's coming up and he's becoming evil he's <laughs> well he's not evil well, yeah evil. he is he is becoming an antagonist to our yeah. protagonist is what he's becoming well that's the thing because like in the comics a lot of the characters are really two dimensional no pun intended but Mordo in this movie I felt after reading the comics you know, you've probably noticed too. Mordo is a little bit more sympathetic. He wants to take the corrupt or the power away from the corrupt, which in yes. itself is a good goal. But like in the end, when he took it from that crippled man well, in the shop, that was a dick move. Taking it away from the from from the crippled man is still the thing of he's saying this is dark power. Yes. and and as he was shown, um, it, he doesn't believe that anyone should be using this dark power to to change this universe and and playing gods essentially yeah um so as he's seeing uh dr strange you know i'm i'll use their stuff against them the same way that the evil the, the ancient one did he's like no don't <laughs> seriously the stop rule it. is you don't do that yeah. and that's so he's just hard and fast on that true and true. and he's going yeah. forward with that so to him he's he's right going through that mm. so which is a smart move creative wise yeah i so i like that that's mm. that seems like a real uh, but he still has the inherent uh, hypocrisy of having to use the magic he's been exactly. trained in in order to fight other people who have that magic. Yeah, and like the guy that he took it from, like that guy was 
doing no harm. No, not necessarily. But, but he was being quote unquote selfish. He was he and and mm-hmm. he was messing with the natural order of the universe. Yeah, and you know even doing that for a simple little thing, it's the he, he believes he can't do that. Um, I love Benedict Wong as Wong. Oh, um, <laughs> I Benedict Wong or, or Wong. The guy playing Wong. Benedict Wong played Wong. His his name is Wong. So there's two Benedicts. Yes, there's two Benedicts in this movie. (laughs) He was awesome, by the way. I think he's like this film's Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. Like, you know, he's hard-ass. He doesn't really laugh. Doesn't have a sense of humor, except he does. And then when he does, you're like, yeah, I love this guy. Please bring him back for a sequel. And the the Beyonce. Yes, that was great. And then he steals Uh, his books. Like... The, the guy's so deadpan and so good because I've seen him in other movies and mm-hmm. he's yeah. basically a stereotype in itself. Mm-hmm. But in this film, it works so perfectly. Great, I was dude. laughing so hard. Yeah, what else has he been in? Oh, he's been in everything, yeah, dude. Well, yeah. If you've seen that meme online, it just says raps with the closed cla- captions. It's the same guy rapping. Uh, the Sorry. Martian, Prometheus, mm-hmm. uh, Marco Polo on Netflix, State of Play. Oh, so a lot okay. of bit roles. But he's that guy that you see in these movies. Yeah. That's cool. But I don't remember in Prometheus. Uh, he was... It says, it says, he, it says he was the pilot. Oh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so he, so was he's only, he was only in it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But still in the thing. That's a good name. <clears throat> Benedict Wong. That's his name? Yep. Yeah. And they call him Wong in the movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Ooh. Fourth wall breaking. Hey, universe breaking. <laughs> he was in an episode of Black Mirror, but I haven't seen that one yet. I still haven't uh, okay. seen Black Mirror, so oh, I can't wait it, to see it. It's really good. Oh, I'm sure. It, it's yeah. kind of like The Outer Limits. He was Ooh. in Kick-Ass 2. He sold me at the Outer Limits. What? He was in Kick-Ass 2. Oh, sweet. And then yeah. uh, there's spoilery things for other movies he will be in. So we should probably address the the milder, uh, kind of medium-sized elephant in the room of all the the butt hurt that happened in changing the ancient one yes. from oh, old yes, yes, we have to, to discuss that. Female. Yeah, I liked the twist though. I mean, Tilda Swinton, she I think she nailed did. that role. So not if ignoring the controversy, if you didn't know anything about mm-hmm. any of that going in, um, Tilda Swinton did amazingly. Loved her. She was wonderful. That. Yeah, and like I like like I remember seeing the pictures of her like before the movie was released and everything. She looks really androgynous, mm. and which really works for her as an actress because <clears throat> she plays a lot a variety of roles. And just to see her in this movie and the, doing what she did and her motivations and everything, it was so well done. And they added the bit where they like say, "Oh, no one knows how old she is, but oh, we know that she's Celtic and she's." ageless and i thought that was cool because like you know there's a lot of dark magic associated with celtic folklore right and i felt that worked for her as well because i mean mm-hmm. come on the ancient one in the comics is just this mustache twirling ancient one and that's generic and, and hell as hell and that wouldn't be very gratifying gratifying for a film so i'm thinking if we got her i was happy I don't care about the controversy. Controversy can make or break a film, but if you nailed your role in this film, I'm not going to hold it against you. But that's just me. Yeah. Take notes, internet. Yeah. Because uh, people are getting angry about it, but, uh, changing an Asian role to a white role. Yeah. Well, is, remember Iron Man three? Yeah. Yeah. That, that that twist with you know Trevor Slattery was that was awesome. Okay. I laughed. So, I enjoyed it. So the the reasoning that that the uh, <coughs> that Dickerson get, or Derek Derrickson gives yeah, Dickerson uh, whatever, the guy who made the movie so 
uh, he he wanted to change the role to a woman. So it was mm. an Asian man yes. who wanted to change the role to a woman. Yes. Um, and then said if he uh, made it an older Asian woman, it would invoke a dragon lady stereotype. Huh. And if it was a younger Asian woman, there would be the uh, Asian fetish uh, fanboy's dream girl stereotype. Oh, boy. Um, so then he wanted to, so to avoid doing any of those stereotypes in it, he was going to have, uh, you know, and, and, and to avoid the stereotype of a Western character coming to Asia to learn about being Asian, mm. um, he decided to cast a non-Asian uh, actor in the role um, because he didn't. Mm. Uh, so he decided to then write the role for Tilda Swinton before they even offered her the role. Mm. Huh. Um, but he agrees that uh, that it's bad that Asians have been either whitewashed or stereotyped in American cinema for so long, and people mm. should be mad about it. Um, and what he did was, as he says, the lesser of two evils, but still an evil. So um, he's still not still not happy about. Yeah. Uh, there, there's probably nothing he could have done to make everyone happy. Seriously, exactly. it, it's, it's filmmaking. You can't make everyone happy. It's no. impossible. So, so I, you know, it's, I agree with I agree with him that mm. it's um, you. Uh, you don't you don't want to do it, um, but uh, but also that the opportunity he was saying you know, the other opportunity of just having such an amazing actress in the role and getting to see that so mm, she really nailed it. I loved her. Yeah, but aside from that, like if you didn't know that going into the film, it's um, it's yeah, a slightly it's a slightly maybe a slightly better balanced cast. I mean, they have a decent number of, of male roles, female roles, and different uh, ethnicities in the roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. you know you still have a white male protagonist in it, but uh, <laughs> until Black Panther comes out, exactly, which it, is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. I can't wait to see what they do with that one. But uh, anyway, I, I, if I, I had not read any of the controversy about it beforehand, mm. uh, I only heard about it afterwards because I was avoiding everything about the movie before I saw it. Yeah. So when I saw that role in there, I was like, she was great. Exactly. Really good. Um, I do like in the you know in the script it uh, and in, in there they um, don't I- identify her as, as he or she in the mm-hmm. film throughout it. And if you really think about it, the ancient one is and an when ageless, he goes, genderless role, so. and he goes up to the old Asian man at the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So I, you know, there's another good mm-hmm. thing in there, which is a little like, hey, we acknowledge this guy's. It's it's one. It's an acknowledgement of the the, the source material. Yes, and it's also an acknowledgement. Of, it's the um, the joke of <laughs> this is who you expect when he's going to mm-hmm. this Asian place to uh, learn. Oh, that's obviously the old master, and then mm-hmm. like some white lady over there. What? What? How are you? What? What? <laughs> and I like how, it, like, right before he steps in, you see a yogi doing the like, Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> Mr. Benedict, you're a racist. Just kidding, of course. Um. <laughs> so yeah, great, great actress there. Um, Michael Stuhlberg, um, Stolberg, who was the uh, the rival surgeon. Oh yeah, I there. loved him. He, I thought he was really good. Man. He's good in every movie. And in. the. Um, as they're going through the uh, spirit world mm. thing and, and through the battle and the, the vending machine. It's like, ooh, candy. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, <it's> candy. <laughs> I was like, yes. I mean, I love that guy. I just want to see him in more movies. And I wish he got a bigger part because it looked like he they were playing him up in the beginning yeah. to be a big rival. But it just turned out he was just a There's guy. There's always a chance more will happen with him in the future and mm. other things. In the same way that, like, in Iron Man, you get um, his uh, other people around Tony Stark are getting jealous of what he does. Yeah, and, like and Justin Hammer. Mm. Yeah, any of those things. So so there's always a chance that we could see more happen with him. Either 
either he goes for the good and finds his way that he can help Doctor Strange, hmm. or he goes the other way and sees <laughs> yes. how can I find him and stuff. So. Uh, I hope to see more from him, but mm. especially uh, it'd be great if we get um, more out of Rachel McAdams. And yes, definitely more yeah. Rachel, please. She's so lovely. Yeah, and she really nailed it the role because, like, I mean, she was—I noticed she was there for a very brief period of time, but for what she was in, she was wonderful. Yeah, she she uh, established character and, and played a good foil in there, mm. but also just showing that she is. A great doctor, and as she's you know she's trying to convince him to uh, come help in the uh, in the ER, and he's like, "Why would I save one life when I could save all of these lives by doing mm-hmm. the research?" And so he's showing that arrogance there, and then throughout the film, you see how crucial she becomes as he's mm-hmm. like, "Please help me! <laughs> now I need your help." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. And I loved all the I, lo- I loved all the magic that is, especially the portal jumping. Mm-hmm. I love thinking with portals. Yes. <laughs> now you're thinking of portals. Just don't break physics when you do. Yes. Uh, any other um, big things standing out to you in the movie that? You, um, well, like? the visuals, like you know how everything's like sparks and like mm-hmm. it looked like light graffiti when they yeah. were doing it. I thought that was a nice little twist because I mean, if you really think about Harry Potter and like other movies like Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. you just see little flashes of light and little whispers of wind whenever they do a magic trick. But with this, it feels tangible and it feels approachable, like you could almost see it in the real world. I mean, of course, I don't believe in magic and other stuff. I didn't open my mind yet. But I liked how it was presented in this film yeah. because it looked like even if you were to touch it, mm-hmm. like the uninitiated, it would actually hurt you. You know, it, it, there's a slight playing yeah. with fire. Maybe they were trying to imply that. It's like, this is a dangerous magic. This it made can it hurt easier anyone. for us to, to see and tell because if you were to do more invisible stuff with it, then it's yeah. not as visually interesting. To yeah. Us. What so is this, 1992? This is. Not Doctor Mordred. <laughs> yeah. Um, this film uh, already uh, right after the it's just just come out after opening weekend. Mm. Um, budget is 165 million, and so far has already made 325 million. Woo! So it's already doubled it. It's, already, it's already on track to do well. Um, I Disney's think it, happy, I'm sure. I think it had a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes yes. when I was looking last. Certified fresh. 90% still, I think. Yeah. And that's for like three straight days without a dip or a raise. That's pretty damn good. So um, I was you know, I was very pleased when I saw that. And then I, after seeing the movie, um, I, was, I was surprised because I really liked it. Mm. But it's the kind of thing that I, I'm... I was worried that other people are going to find it accessible. They're going to mm. just, you know, not want to be into the magic part of it for all of that. I, I that because and it also it kind of didn't seem while there was a lot that was the same as in other Marvel movies, yes. uh, you know, kind of similar plot structure that you're going after. <laughs> um, Basic origin film. It felt different. I think mm. because of the magic, because of the the universe bending stuff that they're doing. Um, that's very different than just a guy who's really strong or a guy who makes a suit that's really strong or I a guy who becomes agree. really strong or a guy who can get angry and be really strong. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, he it's has the power of, of the mind, which yeah. is good. He's using his mind as his greatest weapon. Like Tony Stark does that too, but mm-hmm. he makes it physical. And that is Whereas Doctor Strange has to overcome himself. Work there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I, I liked. And you also get that great moment in there when he's saying, you know, my, my fingers don't work. How could I do this? And then the mm-hmm. one arm guy just feels like, what up? What up, bro? We can do this. I mean, I, I, that, that was really cool because yeah. I like the themes in this film, overcoming your own self-doubt, mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. self-prejudices. Because if you really think about it, when 
Tony Stark falls down, what picks him up? He picks himself up, but he also has billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spider-Man can spring himself up because he's got his Aunt May. He's got his loved ones in his life. Yeah. Um, Stephen Strange, he's a doctor. He's a brilliant, brilliant doctor. He's a doctor first and foremost. So he can think in a way not to harm someone, but he can cut deep like a scalpel would. He's very sharp in that respect. So while you're throwing your blows at him, he's calculating how you're moving and everything. And he can probably like slam you down with very minimal effort if he really concentrates. I think that's really cool about the character. I can't wait to see him and uh, Dr. Banner and Dr. St- and Tony Stark. The doctors, uh, yes. Doctors. Especially with like Bruce Banner, and, and especially I want to see him against. But but Tony Stark as well, just the, the mind melting. Mm-hmm. The Sherlock minds, yes. Well, even, oh, him and, him and Vision. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yes. The dialogue potential with these characters is so great. <laughs> I'm creaming in my pants just thinking about it. Like Just to see him like trade quips with vision would be great yeah the, the level of snootiness would be off the charts seriously the whole building would implode upon itself <laughs> and the cape would just slap him around <laughs> by the way that's another thing that character i'm gonna call it now the cloak of levitation is my favorite character of the film yeah enough said Maybe, come on, John. Maybe, yeah. It was, it it was, it was carpet from Aladdin. Exactly, yeah, but it's uh, red and yellow. <laughs> so um, Disney magic. They uh, one of my friends had pointed out that this is uh, one of the first times that there's a major character death in uh, in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, uh, uh, ancient uh, one. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's not that's just true. a villain. Um, yeah, like a I good mean, character get, can die. Ooh. We've we've had other deaths before, but mm-hmm. yeah. not in the that, same yeah, not not one of the leading actors. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Like that was. I mean, I was kind of surprised that she died. But well, here's the thing: I don't yeah. think she's dead. Dead. Maybe exactly. she just went to that astral plane. And so I think because she saw her disappear. He'll probably be this friend will probably be disappointed when he comes back at some point because it's the kind of Phil Coulson thing. Mm, like, yeah, we killed him. But then <laughs> yeah, yeah like really they did that in Civil, not Civil War. I'm sorry, uh, Age of Ultron, where they said like it's uh, Vision and Ultron. They're having a final exchange, and he and Ultron's like, oh you're so disgustingly naive. And then Vision is like, well, I was born yesterday. Yes. And he lunges at him and it, zzz, it like he disappears off screen. So I'm thinking he's probably back in the Mind Stone because as you know, Ultron can always come back. But then again, and also, there's, there's also uh, Quicksilver. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Too. Because like Kevin Feig, is that how you say Feig? Feige. Feige. I think that's how Fig it's Newton. Uh, <laughs> Feige Newton. Well, here's the thing. He said not all characters who die are really dead. They can always yeah. come back. And I'm like, exactly. oh, they it's, better it's come back. comic books. Like, They're pretty gonna, much. Yeah, I mean, like, I want Phil Coulson back. I want Red Skull back. And well, I want Phil Ultron Coulson back. is back. He's just not in the movies. Yeah. True. He's died in the movies, but he, he, he's he's back. He's been there every week. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping, like, they bring him back on big screen. Yeah. Because, I think I mean, at some point. And, such and, a cock block. And two, it's also the thing where you, you hope that in the, uh, you know, you're hearing that they're working on getting all the, the Netflix characters into the... That would be awesome. I mean, you know, Daredevil and a Disney Marvel film? Yes, please. Yeah. Because they're, they're so great. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so I think there have been significant deaths in there. And I don't think this is the first time. But it is rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can't say that, sh- that she's dead dead because, yeah, we've we've transferred, we've gone to different universes and we've got these Infinity Stones. And exactly. Soon we're going to we have We got time travel. Of, yeah, we have time travel. We have the <laughs> to affect life and death. Uh, death is but a whisper in the night at yeah. this point. 
Um, <laughs> once someone gets a hold of that, they're Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, bring them back now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't wait to see more Spidey. By the way, it's hard to detract from the thread, but can't we more of that? Yeah, we yeah. need more of that. I, yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming. The, the next one coming up for that. Ooh, exciting. What? Like, I, let me ask you guys because, like, you know, some more movies are coming up. What are you most excited for this year that's coming out? Spider-Man, Guardians. What? This year? Yeah. I mean, because. Uh, well, this year in 2017. Sorry. Because okay, this no, year is almost yeah. over. 2016 is almost out. I mean, yeah, I'm excited for any of the all of the the Marvel ones. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for uh, more Star yep. Wars. And, yeah. Uh, all of that. Um, but uh, I, I'm I, I'm still very much looking forward to. I think it's 2019 is when uh, the first Infinity. Yep. 2019 comes out May second yep. or May seventh, something like that. Yeah. May something. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Man, I, all, the, all the characters are going to be so old by then. I I just I can't wait to see it because I I, <laughs> I, I, oh. I there's so much that they can do and and especially after seeing this. Uh, after seeing what they've done with Doctor Strange, yeah. So we've we've seen that we've seen what they've done with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and it's kind of mixing those two together with all of the other people that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if people do step away, like you know, um, just this year, sorry, 2017, we're getting Logan and what's his name, uh, Hugh Jackman, said he's done after that. I'm thinking, okay, yeah. what can they do next? Because once he's gone, that's like one of their that's one of the other company's flagship title. Now they're gonna have to focus well, on Deadpool and Cable and stuff. So they're likely gonna recast him at some point. But yeah, yeah but like I'm just saying, thing. How are they gonna do that? Because yeah. these characters or these actors have been in these movies for so long. I mean, like, come on, guys. Oh yeah. Like, how long have these well, been movies out been out now for Marvel Disney? Like ten years? Been almost ten years. Something right? like that. Woo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like they, was Iron Man. Well, X Men yeah. helped themselves out with. Um, the uh, with Apocalypse, uh, there's the scene where you see Wolverine in Weapon X yeah. version, which was cool. Yeah, a a new much a new younger Wolverine again. Mm. So, yeah, so Lo- Logan is of the old timeline where he came back after yeah. Days of Future Past. Oh, okay. And okay. everybody was still alive. Yeah, that that's him in you know, present day. And then you have Apocalypse, which. Yeah, uh, was a divergent from that. Yeah. Mm. So all the time is now different from that point. Yeah. So that yeah, makes but, more sense. But yeah, Apocalypse is the is the current is the real timeline. So for upcoming oh, okay. in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is at the moment completely different from uh, X Men. Of course, of course. Um, Fox. Upcoming, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two in May. Baby Groot. Yeah. Uh, July, we get Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok in November. Oof. Then uh, 2018, Black Panther in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, sad it'll be released in February. I guess it's Black History Month. So Black History Month. Hey, <laughs> fitting, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Don't forget your history, folks. Uh, and then May 4th, ni- uh, 20, uh, 2018. So it's, it's not all the way to 2019. It's 2018 is we get uh, Infinity War. Then, only two months later, in July of 2018, we get Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, you didn't like Ant Man? <laughs> I didn't like it that much. Oh, I loved Ant Man. I loved it so yeah. much. I was yeah. so happy. He became uh, one of my Michael Douglas heroes. was a godsend. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. Ant Man mm. became one of my favorite characters after that one. Okay. Um, Perfect casting. And then uh, 2019, in March, we've got Captain Marvel. Very nice, very nice. And uh, then May 2019, that's when we get the follow-up. The Untitled Avengers sequel is what it's uh, called right now. That's when the universe explodes by meteorite striking every meteorite. But that even won't planet. be the end of it. That's the end yeah. of, at the moment, that's the end of Phase 3. Yeah. Jeez, like, 
I wonder. They're going to keep going on. It's just the idea is that they're using the younger people. So you're probably mm-hmm. going to get more Captain Marvel movies. More Spidey. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to be Panther, a complete recast Spidey's. of the Marvel Universe. Well, not even a recast. It's probably. just a... It's a continuation, but it's with a continuation. younger yeah. characters. And the thing is, in the, you know, in, in the books, they've changed up who is the different roles. So there could be a new Iron Man. Oh, yeah. It could Which be the, could work. The little yeah. black girl who's doing it now. Hmm? Isn't that the, yeah? The that, that's one of the current timelines. Yeah, current, but like okay, she's more of a protege yeah. of Tony. But that's an alternate timeline, it's and a, I think that'd be cool. That'd be, it's a thing that'd be cool. They can go any direction with it yeah. as they yeah. want. Well, like, so. there, there's been like five Captain Americas. I think as yeah. long as they Two. don't. Yeah, I think as long as they don't say this is the definitive. This character. is a new Tony Stark. Yeah, that as long as they're not lame. saying that, they can continue on just the same way they do in the comics and mm-hmm. uh, put someone else new in there. And as long as they have a good story to tell and they tell it in a good way. They're going to keep doing it, and as long as they yeah. keep making billions of dollars on these movies, <laughs> it's basically our generation's Star Wars franchise. It's a new era for filmmaking. Like, our generation I mean, has Star Wars too. But what yeah. I mean, what yeah. I mean is yeah, like speak for yourself. Uh, like I think this is a new movies. thing. This is just a new interconnected I guess if cinematic anything, maybe universe. It's our James Bond series. Yeah, the new version of that with yeah. less diminishing returns. I mean, like don't get me wrong, I love exactly. the new Bond films. I do, but yeah. these films James, are James wonderful. Bond needs to hurry and wrap up on it. Yeah, I mean, like once Daniel Craig is done, they're, they're out done. of ideas. Yeah, like Sony. I'm sorry, but you suck right now. Yeah. Ant Man only made half a billion worldwide. That's it. Oh, come on, half a billion is <laughs> still pretty shame. good. Yeah, but that's an ant size. Uh, that's an ant size budget. Um, or ant size return on return. it. It's, it's just the lowest return since uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Really, only made three hundred and seventy million. What was its budget? Oh, uh, its budget was one hundred and forty. Oh, okay. No, they all they all profited. Um, just not it's as just, much as they'd like. It's just that when, as soon as you got to Avengers, was the we hit one point five billion. Yeah. Iron Man three was one point two billion. Yeah. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron was one point four billion, and mm-hmm. Civil War was one point one billion. Wow! So those all made a billion, and Doctor Strange right now is at three hundred and twenty-five million. So, so it'll beat you? it'll beat Ant Man. Hmm. It's on it's on record or it's on path to beat that. Um, total, all of the, the all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies to date uh, have cost two point five billion mm. and have made ten point five billion. That's pretty good. And they, Disney bought Marvel for four billion dollars. So they're in the profit about six mil- yeah. billion. They're doing all right right now. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, they also bought Star Wars for four billion. Too, yeah. so. Jeez, where does all this that? money come from, guys? Yeah, they yeah, could fund their own that, country that's at just this point. An absurd amount of money. It all Ugh. it's all their money comes from churros. Churros and uh, <laughs> merchandise. It's actually funny because like, I took a socioeconomics class a long time ago, and they said Disney doesn't make its full profit through movies. It makes its full profits through merchandising and toys. Yep. All right, well, make ten- pennies on the dollar. We've been talking for a while on this movie, so yep. uh, let's <laughs> end up by saying our um, uh, star ratings. All right. Uh, so out of five... Um, hmm. It'd be a, a close call to compare it to the other movies I've given a four and a half to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be like Chris and give like like four and a quarter or anything. No, you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed uh, half stars, but that's it. Yeah, only half. Yeah. Um, Where did the other half go? Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and give it four and a half. That's actually what I went with. I went a solid even four and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not splitting it down the middle anywhere. Just exactly yeah. four and a half. Definitely four and a half. If a five, if I'm feeling especially generous. Yeah, I just I 
something I couldn't I couldn't get it that that five star on there. Yeah. I mean, the five yeah, is like Star-Mars? first Avengers, Civil uh, Civil War, things like that. This but this movie really is definitely speak awesome. to you and yeah, and that. yeah. But, uh, it's it's uh, here's the thing. It's not as emotionally resonant as some of the previous films. Like Guardians had a really yeah. good tender moment. Mm-hmm. It needed that. That this movie needed that. But for what it was, definitely a four and a half, a five. If I'm going with my heart, but I'm a cold bastard, so four and a half right now. Yeah, this is one of the highest uh, critically reviewed ones of any of them. I mean, a couple of them got them got in nineties, but mm-hmm. um, it's doing well. So thanks for watching, and we'll see you yeah. some other time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>